stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meat, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Dara. Hello, it's good to see you. I missed you. It's nice to see you too. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. That's because you had a cold. I had such a bad cold. Yeah. I still sound um, like a cartoon nerd. <laughs> so thank you all for your patience. And you're a new woman now. I am a new. I've I've started a new phase of my life. I mean, I already kind of had, but now legally, I have. Yeah, yeah. I am officially a divorced lady. Yoo-hoo. Corey's phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I had a little uh, get together last night to celebrate Halloween and also you know, transitions in my life. And a friend of mine who I have not seen in so long, she's from my my old life as a yoga instructor, she brought me, she saw this bottle of mead, of Hierophant mead. Oh, yeah. uh, The heart medicine one. And thought of me and brought it to me. And so now I have something really beautiful to drink on my Samhain celebration. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. That's fun. Yeah. I it's coming up. I'm it's coming so up. excited. And that's what we're kind of talking about today. Yes. I I have no other babble except that um dogs are great. That's all I'm going to say. Dogs are great. I mean they are. Dogs yeah. are great. Yeah. You're totally right. My cat did so good. He was super friendly with all the guests. He was snuggly and he was playing and he was just like vibing. He loved all the twinkly lights I had going. And it just like the vibe was very, very good. And I have a, a house now with like all these rooms and places to be and everybody squashed into the galley kitchen. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which they is all like, wanted to be together. That's so classic. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice because I had a designated quiet room and then there was space outdoors and it didn't rain for most of the night. So people could be outside. Wow. And that, that was a lucky. Wow. Yeah, got lucky that yeah. way. Not that I don't want it to rain. I wish it was dumping right now, honestly. Yeah, I do but too. God, I love the rain. I'm so happy for it's the rain. It's so nice. It's so uh, nice. Yeah, we are recording on the first day of Scorpio season, everyone. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. So you're actually gonna get this within a, you know, reasonable amount of time. Unlike Thank you. You know who you are. I didn't ask if I could shout you out, but uh, if I can, I will. I had a listener contact us saying, I love your tarot series so much. When are you going to do the sun and the moon? And I looked and went, we did huh, it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's still on my computer, as a matter of fact, because it was one of those, let's do five million episodes before Detta goes on vacation. And then let's Detta forget about two of them. So uh, we'll do a little... <laughs> intro for that and i'll probably cut out all the timely stuff that was timely three months ago yeah yeah we uh (laughs) we we will not be doing that again we only kind of pretended Mm. to finish the tarot series Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. we'll not be doing that again we'll not be recording that far ahead again no a couple weeks is as much as my brain can handle (laughs) that's all i can keep juggling in the air yep so yeah so that'll be coming out after zowen yeah Look look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> Dana texted me and she was like, so did we release that? And I was like, I thought so. Uh, we <laughs> did. Not. We totally thought so. My memory is garbage, so who knows? <laughs> there you go, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're looking for that, it will be out. It'll be on its way. Yeah. 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 Other than that, do you have library stuff? Okay, let's head to the library then. I don't have very much. Me neither. I have a list. I have a list of... It's not at all exhaustive Mm -hmm. because the world is wide. Mm -hmm. But it's just a list of some underworlds, what they're called in different cultures, different uh, characters perhaps in them. I am not great at some of these pronunciations. So please bear with me. We will be as respectful <laughs> as possible. I'm going to try my very, very best. 
So you may or may not know the word for the under like things about the underworld is generally referred to as chthonic, which mm-hmm. is super fun. Hard to say when you can't breathe through your nose. Turns out <laughs> I just tried it and it was tricky. And tis Greek. Yes, tis Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sort of in academia. Academia. Widely like the word used for Got underworld it. type myths. Speaking of Greece. Uh, in Greece, we've got the sort of three levels of the underworld. We've got Elysium, the fields of Elysium for the fallen hero. We also have a really great uh, brewery here Called that Elysium. goes by that name. Okay, <laughs> now we know. Now we know. We've got Asphodel, and we've got Tartarus. Tartarus usually features in the myths regarding punishment in the afterlife. Uh, you might have heard of Sisyphus. Yes. Sisyphus is down there, pushing that rock up that hill. Uh, Orpheus and Eurydice are a very famous myth, R.E., the underworld. I can't talk about it because I'll start crying. I know, All I right? can think of is Hades Town, and Hades Town just makes me cry from just toe to tip. I want to say, yes. I almost said her name, one of my daughters saw it this last week in New York, and Tam said, how was it? She goes, it's depressing and wonderful. I mean, it's a wonderful musical, but it's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. And also, I have, I'm starting to think I have synesthesia, Mm -hmm. like gentle synesthesia, Mm -hmm. because so many things cause frisson in my body, which is that like goosebump sensation. Except for me, it's like extra extreme. And it like tears reflexively happen Mm -hmm. when I hear certain like notes. And that whole musical from the moment it begins to the moment it ends, I am varying degrees of crying. Wow. <laughs> uh, but um, and we also if got... you don't know what Hades Town is, it is a musical about the underworld. About, about the underworld, about the the story of Orpheus and Eurydice, which is so fucking sad. <laughs> it's just so sad. Uh, anyway, there's also the myth of Hades and Persephone, which yeah. a lot of folks are very familiar with. There's a lot of great retellings that are being done now. I like New those interpretations. Better. The older ones are sort of steeped in some of the gross, sexist, um, non-consensual sort of... It's the non-consensual stuff that gets me. ...ideologies like, of the time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel That's about how that. That's how I feel about it. Uh, I a millennial cliche and I'm absolutely in love with Laura Olympus. If you aren't reading Laura Olympus, it's incroyable. And the third volume just came out um, in actual physical paperback form. It's tremendous. But Greece is full of stories of the underworld. People come and go. People get punished down there. People live out their eternity down there. The story that breaks my little queer heart every single time is Achilles and Patroclus. Um, please read that myth because it's very good. Say that one more time. Achilles and I say Patroclus, but that's it. wrong, I think. I think it's Patroclus. I don't know. I'm not Greek. The, ooh, I just made such a gross mouth sound. That's okay. Thank you for catching it. <laughs> I just fully went. I don't know Laura Olympus. Oh, I'm looking her up right now. Where is her? L-O-R-E space Olympus. Olympus, uh, not Olympus. Yeah, no, Olympus, like the mountain. Got it. Lore, oh, Lore Olympus. Yes. Sorry, not, not a Not Laura Olympus. Ca- totally went there. That's all right. Okay, sorry. Next up on my fancy list, we've got Aztec mythology. Their underworld is broken up into sort of nine regions, and it's actually integral to the myths surrounding the creation of the world and the universe, which is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Please look into that. It's called Mitklan, M-I-T-C-L-A-N, and it's fascinating. It's nine levels of of wild shit. (laughs) It's very good stuff. In Egypt, we have, there are several types of underworlds. It changes over the course of time because the religion was really in flux for some time. But the main one you might have heard of is the Duat. Uh, The Duat is the region associated with death and rebirth. And it is. It's said to have maybe lain in the underworld or maybe in the sky. 
Yeah, and we've talked just a teeny bit about that. Just a little. On the astral plane episode. Yes. And also when we talked about souls, the nine parts of the soul, yeah. which is an Egyptian thing, and I learned it from Mortellus. Yeah, yes. Good callback. I forgot we did that. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Since I can't recall things I really want to all the time. Oh, dude, same. I don't know. <laughs> I can remember all the words to the Fig Newton jingle, though. Quiz me! Next up, we've got Christian mythology. Hell, obviously. Uh, and then we've also later got Dante's interpretation of hell, which I just want to remind everyone is not the hell represented in the Bible. They're different. It's fanfic. Everybody unclench. Uh, but in Dante's interpretation of hell, there's several layers, mm-hmm. which nine, takes right? the nine circles, nine of circles hell. of hell, yeah. which obviously like underworlds sort of across the the board yeah. in general have like a hierarchical structure like of layers or levels, depending on just what kind of nasty shit you were in real like when you were alive. It's all very... It's all very weird. I, I I don't I believe you go to whatever afterlife you believe in. So that sounds too complicated for me. I'm I'm good. Okay. In Maya culture, we have Sibalba, which is the quote place of fright. Um, the mythology sort of indicates the belief that there are literal travelable physical entrances to it on our realm in our world. They're usually in these big things. Um, these big underground caves. Some of them are considered to be in these big cenotes, which are like big body. They're like lakes, kind of, but they're wicked deep, and they are like the they are the freshwater source for that part of the world. So where there are cenotes, there are villages, cities, whatever, because that's where the water comes from, and there are often in places that maybe weren't flooded before in underground caves. And like what we would call entrances to to Sibalba. And there are bones and tools and all kinds of things found in them, which is fascinating. Look up cenotes, C-E-N-O-T-E-S. They're fascinating. That's cool. They're so fascinating. And then my last one on my list is, because I don't think that it gets enough love when we don't talk about it enough, is Aboriginal mythology. This one I identify with deeply. This is my shit. Okay. It is called the dream time. Yes. And it is considered the place where people both emerge from and go to when they die. And it's also often believed, going back to the astral work we talked about, that you can visit it in your sleep. Mm-hmm. I really like this because I feel deep in my like bones, in my chemical makeup, that I was still dead and then I was born and I will die and then I will be born. Not me necessarily but like the stuff i am concocted of and so the dream time and other mythologies like it really really resonate with me because they're sort of this big cosmic hot tub where you hang out till it's your turn again you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i love that but that's my that's my library stuff wow i am gonna do some stuff because it's just been part of my world for so long and one of them is summerland which is very much the same as the dream that you were... Uh, dream time. As dream time. It just would not come out of my mouth. <laughs> you wanted to say dreamland, I, I bet. I totally did. <laughs> I was like, that's not it. That's not it, but it's close. And that was one of the ones that... So Summerland is... Well, you know what? If you've ever seen What Dreams May Come. I know. Depressing, <laughs> depressing. And may I just say, so much different than the book. I never read the book. Oh, I didn't even know it was a book. Very, very good. It, it, it. So, if you've watched it, I totally understand why they made the decision they did. Except that mental illness and suicide is a problem in our culture. So, I kind of mm. wish they wouldn't. And in the movie, they decide that she loses her husband, and then she loses her kids. Oh, young kids, or vice versa. Actually, they lose the kids, and then he's killed. In the book. He is killed, and the kids are still alive. But she is a manic depressive, ah, and she kills herself because she misses him so badly and she can't go on without him. And they, I think, didn't want to deal. They thought that she would be more sympathetic, I think, if the kids were dead. Yeah, just be a little less Mm -hmm. heavy in a different way. 
In theosophy, the term summerland is used without a definite article. The summerland, also called the astral plane heaven. So, of course, and it's depicted where souls have have been good in their previous lives or go in between incarnations. And I've always heard about it as going in between incarnations. Okay. Kind of, I think, very similar to yeah. the Aboriginal uh, philosophy. One of my resources was Learn Religions mm. because I just wanted to make sure and get the names right. Uh, Anubis, obviously, they mostly... And learn religions focus on the goddesses and the gods. Mm -hmm. But one of the ones that I didn't want to forget is Valhalla, which mm. I don't know a lot about except, you know, the opera. Where you go <laughs> and, when you die in battle, right? Yeah. 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 And, and how important it is to Norse mythology and to Norse paganism and the Valkyries, which I, this is so weird. I would say I've been obsessed with since I was a kid. But I've been obsessed with the fact that they exist. I have never gone down a rabbit hole with them. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I've never That's picked up. That's very interesting I, to me, actually. Like, why not? I think they're fascinating. Yeah. And I love them. And I tried to get through a couple of fictional things that what uh, Vikings and... All that kind of stuff. It just gets too violent for me, so I couldn't watch it all the way. Ah, that's know. fair. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the only... I I did look up... There are tons of different mythologies or beliefs. I don't want to put them down by calling them mythology if it is a belief in Africa. And they're just so nuanced. And same thing with Brazil and Central America, but we are going to get a little bit into that when we get out to the bonfire. But that's all my library. Not not a lot. To talk about. I'm going to talk about my deity a little bit oh, while we're yeah. out there. Before we do that, do you want to shout out some patrons? I would love to. Okay. Let us do that. We... We continue to be, I know it sounds like bullshit, but we continue to be overwhelmed and Completely grateful. overwhelmed. I was talking <laughs> last night so grateful. at my party. I was talking about all the incredible listeners and like the patrons we have and saying it out loud to people who maybe are not as close to it mm -hmm. felt wild Yeah, to say. Yeah. To because be like, everybody's so nice. Yeah. We've got like 50 patrons and we've got like 75 people in Discord and like people are listening to our stuff and it's like wild and humbling and very cool. Thank you, everyone. Just thank you for bearing with us. And I'm always so, not that I want to discourage you from going back and listening to our early podcast. We have grown quite a lot. <laughs> but we were baby podcasters back then. And I still, it's so interesting. We're both a little bit tired today. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And... And I listen back to some of those and go, I was either overprepared or thought, no, I can do this. And I would stumble all over the place. And now I'm just like talking so much like I do in real life, which is cutting off half of my sentences <laughs> all the time, where usually I have Tammy going, you didn't finish your sentence. <laughs> do you finish that? Oh, right. Because I get so excited. It's changed a lot. My magic's grown a lot in the last two years. I mean, leaps and bounds. And I have... We appreciate you. We have this community we are very, very grateful for. And on that note. Yes. Sarah with an H. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Patreon. Yeah. And hey, I know why you do that. I have Sarah's without H's and with H's and who put their middle initial in and they still get the H there and they're like, why? <laughs> All right. Uh, Danny Yell. Thank you so much for joining us. Maya, Mallory, and M, and Kat, and Kat, who we just got this morning. Hello, Kat. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. And if we have not heard from you yet, we just don't feel comfortable shouting, even though we're not doing last names and stuff. But we just want to make sure yeah. you feel safe and supported. Yeah. Yeah. So if you uh, want to be shouted out or don't want to be shouted out, just let us know on Patreon. So thank you. Thank you. All thank right. Thank you. Thank you. Also, thank you so much for the reviews. We got another one on Apple Podcast, and we 
blow up on Spotify. So whoever's going over there and clicking those stars on Spotify, thank you, thank you, thank you. And those of you taking the time to write the reviews, it really helps. And if you don't want to do that, tell your friends who might be interested that that could help as well. That just helps us get the word out. And I am just in need of community. So if you are too, go for it. Yeah. That made no sense whatsoever. (laughs) I had something I wanted to say, but it's totally gone. I'm editing the fuck out of this. Okay. We're going to have a good time. Do you want to go to the bonfire? I would stop laughing. Yes. Never laugh again. Nothing's funny. Shush. (laughs) You want to go to the bonfire? Yeah, let's head out. Okay. Who wants to start? If I will start. Okay. If that is all right with yes, you. Yes, please. I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. To Corey. Uh-oh. And to the rest of the world. I did not know any Greek mythology until I went to college. All I knew was hell. Uh-huh. That is all I knew. Based on your upbringing, that doesn't shock me at all. <sighs> yeah. I, I had started... It's just interesting to me though because even though my public education wasn't great it also wasn't as awful as some people's like I did uh, you know that AP English thing so we read a lot how I missed Greek mythology until I was a freshman in college I still have no idea so a lot of these myths for me are not completely ingrained so I like had to look up Orpheus and Eurydice and all I know about what could be making you sad is that she was taken away from him. That's all I remember from the story. I know Persephone and Hades a little bit better, and it fucking pisses me off. And I know some other ones now as well. And it is my understanding that all of this, the underworld as we know it, and we're talking about it, not other cultures, underworlds, all stemmed from Homer. Is that right? In the Odyssey and the Iliad? Or I mean, the Iliad and the Odyssey. <laughs> that's really difficult to say. Is it? Just because that was a verbally, like that was a, a verbally transferred story. Homer's just the guy that wrote it Got down. It. Got it. So it is very difficult to say like what begot what. Yeah. Which leads me yes. to the other thing that I wanted to say is that I really wanted to touch on this is that if you go around the world, just like Santa Muerta and on Morrigan, we have a lot of the same beliefs that developed independently of each other. And I have this friend who always says, you know, every little bit of a joke has a kernel of truth in it. Well, I have a hard time I cannot reckon in my logical mind that so many people have this in their life as a belief or a mythology and not believe that there has to be some grain of truth to that. You know what I mean? I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of going with what you said, Corey, about how you think we live the afterlife or the the next life or whatever as we believe here. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not true for some people. Or maybe I do. I don't know. I I just, I think that I take comfort in thinking that mm-hmm. and believing that yeah. because, I don't know, there's something, for me, that's the only way there's justice, like mm-hmm. real objective justice, mm-hmm. is if you, if they actually believe if in If you hell. go to the place that you believe, and if you were a rad dude. And you were like a good Christian, like an actual good Christian, and you believe in heaven and hell, and you die, you go to heaven. That's yeah. great. I love that for you. Yeah. But if you were, you know, a piece of shit. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> who believes, you know, in spreading the, the gospel of like hatred and shame, then you get to go ahead and live that. It made me so sad <laughs> watching videos of how how many people who support Trump believe he is such a God-driven, Bible-driven man? He's absolutely I not. I don't understand it. I can't comprehend it. But then, you know, hey, we all have our own reality, right? Yeah, brain makes it real, I guess. Uh, yeah. Hey, you're going to hear this before the election. Vote, 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 vote. Vote, please vote, vote, vote. please, God. Okay. <laughs> so 
The other thing that I did know beforehand, and I told Corey I wanted to talk about this. So most of my underworld, underworld stuff until I became a witch was all pop culture. Did I know what Don't Pay the Ferryman meant when I sang it out loud over and over again? No, not until I went to, this is, I may have told this story before, maybe I haven't. When I finally let go of my my extreme Christian religion, I we were not. It was not the the good Christians that I know today. It was the extreme right wing Christianity, where I had to spend an entire weekend listening to them tear down why we couldn't listen to secular music. Mm. And Stairway to Heaven was part of that. And Don't Pay the Ferryman was part of that. And just so many things were a part of that. And I literally, I kid you not, it was in ninth grade. I went home to mom and I said, I am never going to church again. They don't believe my brother's okay because he's gay. They don't believe this and that and this. I'm just done. I am done with God. <laughs> so it's there's a there's a trend going on TikTok right now of people using the "Losing My Religion" song by REM. Oh yeah, to highlight the points in their upbringing where they literally lost their their belief in whatever because you know it's indoctrination and mm-hmm. and. They ask questions and then they get answers that make them go, actually, fuck this. But, you know, that's that's the vast shared religious trauma of yeah. many. But thankfully not the experience of all. Yeah. But I hear you. I was obsessed with Sticks, the, the band? band, because they were named, they named themselves after the River Sticks. Again, did I go down the rabbit holes when I was a kid? No. I don't know why. Well, I kind of do know why, but yeah. But Sticks, the whole idea of the ferryman, and if you don't know the ferryman song, it's a, don't pay the ferryman. Something, something, uh, but anyway, until until he gets you to the other side. Right. And and it's not a Sticks song, even though I think it should be, Uh, but it's not. (laughs) It is, it is not. And, and it's, just giving you instructions mm-hmm. on how to manage that under like uh, that underworld once you get there. Yeah, and I love that. It's uh, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and no. I never um, thought about the fact that Sticks was named after River Sticks. Yeah. you just said that mm, because it's spelled the same way. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, it totally is. Yeah. But I just never made that connection. No, my brothers. So they're a little bit early for you. They're early for me. I even, love Sticks. Y'all. Dennis DeYoung is yep. freaking. <sighs> Mr. Roboto. And he wrote a musical. Yeah. Called The Mystery of Edwin Drood. I was at the lead in Mystery of Edwin Drood. You what? In college. I yeah. want to see that. What? At the Mount Baker Theater. It's my first and only ever lead role in anything. That is, I wish I'd seen that. Holy moly. It's one of Tammy's favorite musicals. It was at the Mount ever. Baker Theater. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did anybody legally tape it? Probably. Okay, I want it. Okay. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Andy <laughs> was in it. Who was? Andy Davison, M. Kite. How did I miss this? How did I miss this? I think you'd already graduated. Oh, that sucks. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Well, cool. I don't want to dominate this conversation. I do have more to talk about, but you go, girl. What about you? Oh, yeah. I want to talk about my deity. Please. I want to talk about my girl. I I have mentioned her before on the podcast. But never her name. Oh, I have not? No. Oh, well, I'm going to now because otherwise none of it. None of this will make sense. I just punched a table, everybody. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, you've probably heard the story of Persephone. Perhaps the story of Prosperina. Same, same. You know, same, same. Atejana, which is my deity spelled A-T-A-E-G-I-N-A, is a Lusitanian goddess, uh, i.e. Spain, Portugal, which makes a lot of sense because there's... I have heritage going back to Spain and Portugal, way back on my dad's side. And she is the goddess of the underworld. She's also the goddess of spring. But rather than her whole thing being focused on death, her whole thing is sort of focused on rebirth and the cycle. And death is just part of it, which I think is a really important distinction. I don't know. I think. And it's. Very similar to Persephone's story. It's so pretty similar. The way she gets down there is different. Yeah. It's much more in the myths that I have read. And it is 
fucking difficult to find yeah myths about her because for a while she was like hot shit everybody was worshiping her all the time and now you can't find anything oh my god so she was technically a celtic because the celts were living on the lusitanian peninsula but she was sort of sucked up by the romans and you know how that goes and so it's really difficult to find mythology specifically about her especially in regards to how she came to be who she was but the myth that i have found the most consistently and like very much was she was like deeply in love with aaron spelled a-e-r-o-n and he's the god of the slaughter and other stuff and she basically like saves him and becomes his queen and so basically she like the other goddesses you might have heard of about spring she lives up above in the world of the living for six months and then she sort of ritualistically sort of symbolically dies when the weather starts to turn and lives in the underworld during winter time and then is reborn her whole thing is rebirth that's her whole thing and i'm really excited this Samhain because last year you may remember and if you don't that's okay because it was a year ago I was in the middle of moving house and that was hell we had just moved into the new house and the weather was hellish it was it was stormy it was windy it was apocalyptic outside and I just didn't have any of my stuff set up I didn't have any of my 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 sort of tools or or ritual thing thing my bobs ready to celebrate and also my heart wasn't really in a place to celebrate i didn't have the energy to put towards it because it was going towards literally everything else in my life and so i'm very very excited this year to like break out that delicious mead and have a little party with my goddess I'm inviting Dionysus because he is more and more often making himself present in my making themselves present in my practice. And they are just like, I think they're encouraging a lot of growth in, you know, loving myself and and stuff like that. And I think that's rad. So they're invited. Atejana is invited. Aaron can come if he wants. I've never interacted with him at all. And we're just going to have like. We're going to have a little celebration of death party and a little like embrace the darkness kind of party. Wow. And I'm going to make yummy food. I'm going to burn some things. My mom's got some stuff she needs me to burn. We're just going to kind of do it up. And I'm really excited about that. Because some, some stuff is dead now. Yeah. And we need to just send it off. Last night was going a long way to sending it off, but I bet we're going to have a big magical thing about it. Yeah. But what great energy, too, with friends and people who love you. And yeah. Yeah. Big, exciting stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I couldn't make it. That's okay. You had stuff going on. You were there in spirit. I was. I thought about you last night, actually, quite a bit. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's what's going on with Underworld stuff for Samhain for me. Say her name for me one more time. Atejana. Atejana. Yeah. I love the part of the story that... Oh, go ahead. I was just saying her name literally basically means like restart or rebirth. Oh, that's great. Which is cool. I love the part of the story that you tell that the way you could tell that you weren't making it up is because you'd never heard of her before. I'd never heard of her before, ever. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw... I was given some signs and I was given some signs uh, like weirdly goats and some some other things and i was like goddess with these things and it was like oh this one and i was like that's her <laughs> that's that's I, her i love that story yeah i've never just, heard of her before yeah, yeah that's wild totally wild and i love that also there's it's she's making me work for it mm. in a way that i really like uh because like i said it's difficult to find 
anything about her mythology. Every single resource you find says the exact same thing, which makes it very difficult to find anything else. But I'm working on it. I love that. And who knows, maybe you will be charged with creating... I have some a feeling. Lore. Yeah. I have a feeling that some of the stuff I'm going to need to look into is going to be either in Spanish or in Portuguese. Yeah. And I'm going to have to try to find like English translations or just really get good at my Spanish. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. I've had a couple people talk to me the last couple of months, well, actually more than a couple, about do you think this is on Morgan reaching out to me and I I know that some of you have never worked with deity before and some of you have and some of you have worked with deities that were you know jesus yeah who's a righteous dude as ferris bueller's secretary would say he's a righteous (laughs) dude (laughs) and just like what Corey was just saying like those signs and stuff they do come up and you are recognizing them and if you need validation absolutely reach out to me i've been talking to a ton of people and i've been lucky to like zoom with some people which has been great and really fun and just talk about my deity which i love doing i think she is amazing and this is her season she is one of her aspects is a goddess of death she's the one who marks who's going to die on the field very similar huh isn't this interesting to santa muerta am i saying that right Corey? la santa muerte la santa muerte i go between muerte and then i think no that's a boy but if it's it was not. muerto muerto okay but muerte, muerte. technically the e, e? It was an accent on the end would mm-hmm. be the gender neutral term yeah but it's santa muerte santa muerte the rule of feminine and masculine endings in Spanish does not always follow. Like, mm. buenos dias. Oh, yeah. Okay. Buenos noches. Okay. So sometimes it's fucked. <laughs> so, so, I love like that. how I before I E, that. except after C, oh, is not always like, true. Half, half the, time the time it's yeah. not true. <laughs> it's like so, so confusing. So on Morgan, on... so. It is considered disrespectful to not say the Morgan or on Morgan in Irish culture. So that's why I try to remember to do that. Yeah, yeah. I try to remember to do that. Santa Muerte. Close. Close enough. Santa Muerte. 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 Okay, I'm going to keep doing this. You're going to get I want to get better at Spanish and also pronunciation. And also Hecate and also Persephone. They're all goddesses of of death i will not say of the underworld so here is the difference between celtic and greek is that they have an other world Mm. and i have been to the other world and in astral travel but you can also just like what you were saying about the portals that are physical portals here there have been people that have talked about that and they're not just in Ireland where you can walk in and commune with the Morgan. And her cave, obviously, is one of them. And I'm not going to say it because I always butcher the name. It's one of the things that she has asked me to do this year is to start learning Irish. And I'm trying really hard. And But you all know if you listen to the podcast, I am Miss Malaprop. And if you don't know who Miss Malaprop is, I'm not really Miss Malaprop. It's not that I use the wrong word for things, but I mispronounce things like, you know, syllabus all the time. I just, <laughs> no, I know. She puts so, the wrong emphasis on the wrong I, syllable. That I do. But these goddesses are much more present. And when I was doing a touch of research that I'm not going to share here, it's for something else that we're doing, but there are 18 million new followers in the United States of Santa Muerta. And how they found that out, I don't know. Some sort of poll or something like that. It is, along with witchcraft, one of the fastest growing religions in the united states that doesn't shock me at all and because of all the things that like tomas was saying yeah because people feel like no one's looking out for them Mm -mm. and so of course they're gonna flock to santa muerte because she will yeah yeah and the other thing that is starting to happen thank goodness 
is that we're starting to embrace that death is part of life and that we can talk about it and that we can grieve openly and that we can share that. And, you know, life is changing. I, I hope I am around long enough to see it change. I, I, I really hoping I get to see the Supreme Court change. But, yeah. but, but even if I don't, there are these small communities coming together the way we always used to that is so anti-capitalist and so nurturing to the soul. And death is a part of that. And it's not to be scary, even if we do. I, I read this great thing this morning. And again, I cannot remember where I read it about how energy never dies. Mm -hmm. It just transforms, which, you know, we've known for a long time since science class. But that means <laughs> our consciousness does not cease to exist. It just changes. It changes. And it may even just go to sleep for a billion years until the end of all energy, whatever that might yeah. be, a black hole or something. But, oh, sorry, Teresa, if you're listening. And, <laughs> but that doesn't... If that is the truth, if we do, our consciousness just goes to sleep, it's not like we're going to know it. That's how I keep comforting myself. And also, but I, yeah, like to that point, there's mm -hmm. like no saying that when your energy changes after your physical form is gone, that you're going to be here. Yeah. There's a full universe oh my of gosh. space that you might end up out as part of a star somewhere else. And we just don't know. We just don't know. There's so much we don't know. I'm in deep existential yeah. mode these days Me because too. NASA just put out all those new pictures of the pillars of creation. Holy shit. And the ones of the stars and the black holes mm -hmm. being born from the center. Yes, I was looking at mm -hmm. those this morning too. My we daughter. We are so small. We are. It's so cool. It's awesome. Which then brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk about yeah. about my underworld is the Matrix. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Orpheus. And just... Morpheus or or um Morpheus. Morpheus. Sorry, did I say Orpheus? <laughs> yeah, we're still sorry. in Greece. <laughs> Orpheus descending. No, sorry, Morpheus. Uh, of dreams, which by the way, I'm trying to watch Sandman. And it is so depressing. It's and I. It's dark and beautiful. Is it? Yeah, I've heard oh. that it's incredible. I haven't watched the show yet, but I've read all the comics. I'm only four in, and I hope they do another season. Oh, I hope so too. But yeah, somebody said they weren't going to. Well, anyway, but I feel like the Sandman. It, so, so much of my underworld stuff is informed by fiction, and that just again just led me back to my shared thing with Corey, although I give Corey the queen throne of storytelling love, but love it being in love with storytelling, oh. that storytelling is so vastly important and that it doesn't, we are shaping our own reality, which sometimes is very frustrating because other people are shaping their reality in a way that I don't like. So we just bumps up against your reality yes, in an uncomfortable way. Exactly. And yeah. I, you know, if they want to do that, just don't, don't try to bring it into mine and don't try to make your reality my reality. Yeah. If that were happening, I think, we, you know, just don't oppress other. Anyway. Yeah. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Morpheus and don't don't pay the ferryman and all of these stories that we have. Constantine. Mm. I love Constantine. Mm. All of these stories that are out there, they're. I believe is some there's some kernel of truth yeah you know and I love learning about that and oftentimes that will take me into a higher spiritual place and where I start to discover stuff and I start to trust myself a little bit more and if it is story then I think that's okay we are we're humans mm -hmm. We can't necessarily translate everything into words and that has to be okay. But when we can and we start to process it and open up those, I call them trindles to the universe, it's so fucking exciting. And I also have um, a new love for Keanu Reeves in these last like five years. I love I that love man so much. I him so much. So much. Oh, gosh. And I love the Matrix series and I love Lawrence and I, just all of it. But anyway, those stories are underworld stories. Take the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah. That, that I've is... I've never thought of The Matrix as an underworld story. I know it's a trans allegory, but I didn't know that it... I never thought of it that way. I on Hidden Brain yesterday. Interesting. And I'm listening to Lawrence tell 
you know, Morpheus tell Neo, Neo, you know, if you take the blue pill, the story ends right here. Yeah. If you take the red pill, your life will never be the same. Yeah. It was. A, it's a death. Yeah. He is. He's. He chooses to transform. Yes. Even though he doesn't know what that means, he's choosing to do that. And I think we do that in little ways every single day, and that feeds us Mm -hmm. for one thing but it also feeds the period that we're going into the 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 it feeds and gives to us death and it feels weird to say it feeds death but I mean that in a I mean that in a transformative way Mm -hmm. yeah like how the death card is not a scary card exactly yeah exactly two things I think need to be destigmatized to talk about yep let's sex and death baby yeah yeah I'll be hanging out with on Morgan and I'm hanging out with other people who are starting to find her and I am starting to speak a lot more about her without fear of people coming for me because everybody has such different ideas. And, you know, I read again that she is not motherly at all. And if she's motherly, then you're with you don't have the right goddess. And I just... I, one of the badass, and I, my friend Kelsey said this as well, and I know you and I have talked about it too, is that one of the biggest badass warrior bitches is going to be a mom. Absolutely. You know, or somebody who is protecting somebody else. So there are lots of different ways to be a mother. Yep. It doesn't mean you have to be, oh, I love you. I'm going to take care of you. Although sometimes for me, not for everybody, I do get, you know what? You need a break. I'll come back. And then, all right, we got work to do. And so I'm really excited. So uh, she'll be part of my Samhain celebration, as will this year Hakate and Persephone and Odin. What's up, Odin? <laughs> I know. These, he's been showing up a lot in my meditations. And I'm really excited to celebrate all of them at Samhain. And I will be having an extensive ancestor altar. Read Badass. Is it Badass Ancestry? By uh, Patty... The person who writes for Learn Religions, whose last name I always butcher. So Patty W. (laughs) Unless I'm looking at it, I can't say it. I'm just really excited about connecting. And I've already been. They talk about, I know that the proper definition of the the veil thinning is an Irish thing and it's thin all the time but it has become common vernacular that we use it for this time of year when you are first starting as a witch you might feel it more right now and yeah i think of it less like a thinning honestly i've always thought of it less like a thinning and more of like a if the year is a ferris wheel Mm -hmm. this time of year you're at the bottom of the ferris wheel Mm -hmm. that's all i like that metaphor because you're just closer not necessarily that it's thinner it's just you're nearer to it but that's just I think part of it is too the energy of the human race. Yeah. And what's going on with the planet. It's what's going on with the weather. It's dark. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. People think of death as dark and cold. Mm-hmm. And they think of the afterlife as some of them dark and cold. Yeah. I just finished painting a couple of really pretty wooden craft projects uh i'll post pictures in the discord if you want to head over there because i did a craft night like a live craft hangout on discord this week and it was really fun but i finished the project i was working on everybody so head on over to discord i'll post some pictures i am sort of putting a little more attention on my ofrenda this year because of um because i have now one grandparent left and uh I lost both my grandpas in like a month and a half span and it, it both of the grandpas that matter to me and I feel a real pull to reaching out to them this year and I have my ofrenda up all year long mm-hmm. but I'm gonna really sort of punch it up with some extra energy this year because I miss them yeah I bet. and it was deeply unfair <laughs> especially so, so close together yeah yeah so that's some of the work I'm also doing. Yeah. And Dia de los Muertos is coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a little feast for that day. going to make some really delicious pan, delicious pan de muerto, uh, which is like a sweet orange bread. Not always orange, but I like to make it with orange. And, you know, a little feast. Yeah. Some of that mead. 
I will be having meat as yeah. well. And and orange cinnamon rolls, weirdly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oranges, as... the brightness, the rebirth, mm-hmm. the celebration. And cinnamon is warm and fiery. Yeah. yeah. We haven't planned ours completely yet, but I'll definitely post. I didn't know you did a live Discord. Yeah. I would have come. Thanks I... to everybody who came, by the way. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. When was that? Uh, Monday or Tuesday? No, I wouldn't have. That's okay. Because I was busy. But yeah. Yes. But how fun. Yeah. How fun. I just yeah. got bored and I was like, I'm going to do crafts if anyone wants to hang out with me. <laughs> that is awesome. See, head over to Discord. Head over to Discord. It's fun. Yeah, there you go. We get weird over there. Anything else? So Samhain, if you if you wanted to come in, hopefully not because you saw the Underworld title and knew we were talking about that. But if you want to find out ways to celebrate Samhain... In general. Uh, in general. We have a couple of episodes. Lots of people have great episodes. Laura O'Brien, who is a priestess of the, or priestess, I think she is a priestess, not a priestess, of the Morgan, it, they're replaying on that Witch Life, her interview about Samhain right now. I think it is about to be or has been released. Amazing. Re-released. And so, yeah, and we have ways to celebrate correspondences, colors, candles, and all that in a Foods. couple of our past episodes. So please feel free to check that out. Check out our Instagram. Reach out to us if you want to. Or Did we have a Patreon this time last year? No. Okay. We're coming up on our one year anniversary. I was going to say there could be perhaps a recipe, but I don't think so. For There's some stuff in the newsletter. If yeah. you got our newsletter. If you got our newsletter last, last October. Yeah. And I'm going to be putting out some stuff about herbs and recipes as well that have to do with Samhain and also past Samhain. The other thing that happens around this year, I can't remember. Oh, was it Runa we were talking to? Maybe. That Samhain, real astrological Samhain, happens anywhere between October 26th and November 7th or 8th. And so you just it's a whole vibe and it takes time. Yeah, it's just it's a month. It's a season, y'all. It's a season. So try to have fun with that underworld stuff. Anything else? uh, Check out the myths about Persephone. Mm -hmm. Check out the new myths about Persephone. Yeah. Check out Hecate if you're interested and her lore, which you can find a lot about now. And now you can also find out a lot more about the Morgan. When I started, (laughs) couldn't find it. it was sex fertility and that she was you know a scorned lover which is not true she was not a scorned lover just fyi that is false lore and yeah i would to your point about the new myths about persephone Mm -hmm. i'd like to get on just a little thunk that's my soapbox i'd like to get on it for just a second yeah please if anybody tells you that you're enjoying or incorporating incorrectly because you're using the newer interpretations of the Persephone myth, kindly tell them to fuck off. Somebody made it up in the first place. And now in a world where we know more and understand more and people who were previously marginalized are taking back the power that was taken from them and interpreting the stories through that lens instead. That's what happens you can incorporate the new myths however you want. You can incorporate the aspects of Persephone that make you feel powerful and strong and good. And you can interpret that relationship in the way that feels enriching to you and the way that feels supportable. You don't have to adhere just like we don't have to adhere to I will say this, please don't come for me, but I will fight you. We don't have to adhere to the written word of the Bible. You do not have to adhere to the written word of a 2,000 fucking years ago about some story. We're going to do Medusa here in a couple weeks, probably. And you're going to hear me go the fuck off for a while, probably, about that because of my feelings around this topic. It was written down two gajillion years ago. You do not have to interpret it that way anymore. They didn't even have the word for the color blue back then. We've moved on. I want to jump on this bandwagon soapbox, if I may, as well. As above, so below. If we really believe that as magic makers and witches, then don't we want to change those myths? We have to change those myths. We are obliged to change those myths. And here's the thing, too. Those 
gods, if they're deity, whatever, or deity. Deity is the British pronunciation. Deity is the American pronunciation. I went down that rabbit hole. (laughs) So, So, but we don't know exactly what they are. Our human brains are interpreting them in a way that we can understand and translate them. And if we are getting a message through our filter that they are one way and not another, that is valid. That's yeah. why it's so hard, everybody, that everybody has their own reality because we are filtering it through our reality. And yes, there's some yeah. commonalities. Like we think Santa Muerte, the Morgan, Hakate, and all of those may be yeah. the same entity coming I mean, to us in different ways. Who knows? A couple of years ago, mm-hmm. someone who was supposed to know me very well said, you've changed so much. You're not the same person. And I said, yeah, you're supposed to. You are supposed to. You're supposed to change. You're supposed to grow. And you're supposed to learn. And be humbled by the knowledge that the things you used to believe don't always hold. And that's okay. It is okay. It also doesn't mean you have to throw people underneath a bus. No. and Or yourself. Or yourself. It doesn't mean you have to, I'm going to say it. It doesn't mean you have to cancel people. It doesn't. I mean, unless they're, you know, a sex, unrepentant. Uh, <laughs> that too. Well, yeah, yeah. Unrepentant is. And I, I mean, with their actions. With their yeah, not their words. Because apologies without action. Yeah. Are- but I think sometimes, every once in a while, talking to Corey and talking to uh, my daughters and people that are all your ages, that are you know in their thirties, and those of us who are in their fifties. I I realize sometimes you have no idea why we acted the way we acted and the and the ways that we were able to push at that time that have allowed us to grow and so we can push in a different way now. But back then when, you know, we were in the closet and trying to get out when we were women who wore nylons because we'd get fired if we didn't. And our daughters look at us and go, why'd you put up with that shit? Uh, because just like it's a huge fight. And unless you've got, you know. But you also couldn't have credit cards of your you own. You couldn't have so credit like, cards. I you, mean, it was a different world, y'all. You so. couldn't be, if you don't have the means to be yeah. independent, then you can't. It's not safe. Yeah. And I'm not defending people like Brett Kavanaugh with what I'm about to say. Right. But men had a different message as well. They always have. And yeah. and we have, I have to, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I have to keep that in mind with the men who are growing and changing, not Brett Kavanaugh, but uh, the other men who lived in that and said things and did that locker room talk Gross. that don't anymore. Yeah. And because... That's, you know, they had their own kind of pressure. Yeah. So, and I think the gods are doing that right along with us. So that's, I'm right on that. I'm apology standing on that. Apology through action. Yeah. <laughs> I am willing to accept apology through yeah. action. It's, it's apology with no action that I'm like, actually, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But you know what? Have the practice you want to have. And also if a de- deity deity approaches you and they invite you to work with them, to, you know, bond with them you have the sovereignty to say no. Yeah. You you have that choice. And as a matter of fact, the Morgan specifically is all about sovereignty. Yeah. That is one of the... She's about a lot more than we think she is. And so are the so-called triple goddess. She's not a triple goddess. Those are her sisters. She is not Mother Maiden Crone. That doesn't mean Mother Maiden Crone is not around. It's just that the Morrigan is not one of them mm-hmm. in in my experience but guess what if you found that in your experience if you found she was a triple goddess because i did for a while because that's what i read all right i'm going on i do also want to put one little button on this yeah please Uh, appropriation is never okay nope just be mindful yeah but also like practice in the way that feels authentic and actually actually feels authentic Mm -hmm. lots of reflection is required for the work that we do Mm. so please do that reflection so true do your homework yeah yeah practice yeah practice makes better yeah there's so much more i want to say so we might have to revisit this some other time but we're already 
we're pushing our time here. Do you wanna do you wanna go throw out some sparks? I would love to send some sparks. Let's do it. Okay. I want to shout out an Etsy shop. It's called Wildcraft Cult. I've purchased from them in the past. I really, we know, we know that I love the aesthetic. And I have no shame around that because I'm curating a sensory experience in my reality that makes me happy and brings me joy. So I would like to shout out Wildcraft Cult. Because they have the cutest glasses chains, which I Dad has seen me wear from time to time. And I love them. They're these little chains you can put on your glasses. Um, she has tiny little uh, purple broom thingies that you can hang off your rear mirror in your car. She's got um, little spell bottles. Um, shirts, pins. There's a really cute one that says Swamp Witch. Some really pretty flower crowns. Just like very sweet, very good quality little crafts. And 10 out of 10 would recommend really reasonable prices. Like if you're, you know, balling on a budget, this could be a little treat for yourself that you could work into your budget. And I just 10 out of 10 would recommend it's great stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe if you want to get started on any kind of like holiday shopping that you want. (laughs) Hint, hint. hint, Salon shopping. Salon shopping. There you go. Or Christmas or Yule or whatever you practice. When I typed it in as we were speaking, uh, have you typed it in just into Google? Mm -hmm. There's all this... Stuff that still does indeed look like oh, Corey. That's oh, very yeah. different stuff. Yeah, that's a that's a you know underwear. You're gonna, and you're gonna get all kinds of weird stuff. If you stuff. just Google it. Yeah, yeah. But if you go to if you go to Yahtzee, no Etsy. If you go to Etsy <laughs> and you type in wild wildcraft cult, uh, it's a little pentagram with a pair of scissors on the logo. It's very cute stuff. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What's yours? I have a podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Corey's going to laugh when she hears this. <laughs> I choked my spit. Why? I have been binging Missing Witches. <laughs> yeah, that did make me laugh. <laughs> we had a little... We, we may reach out to Amy and Risa yeah. ourselves. I would like that. But they had a... Someone approached us that was representing them, and it was... Weird. It was, it, it was just weird. It was, it was uncomfortable. But we would love to talk yeah. to them. To them. They're and, great. And I especially now want to talk to yeah. them. Because Their podcast is what? I love listening to them tell the stories that they've written out and then they discuss. Or sometimes they have interviews. They are, I love their opening their opening is I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna paraphrase it badly, y'all. If you are queer centric trans non-binary female practicing anti-racism and anti-capitalism and that's their opening (laughs) then you've come to the right place anyway i that's paraphrased badly they've written it much better it's absolutely gorgeous and they talk about women that some of i've heard like you know octavia butler obviously so very very fabulous but this scientist whose name i'm not going to come up with but it's october Right now, October, what's the date today? Twenty third. 23rd. Holy crap. Happy Scorpio season. Happy Scorpio season. <laughs> the episode that just came out, I want to say it's Harrow, her, her last name is Harrowing, Donna Harrowing or something like that. A scientist that I had never heard of before. Oh. And it, it is fascinating. And that's also what made me think about not canceling people is because she was a an amazing human. She moved women forward and a lot of different cultures forward, but she wasn't, anti-racism didn't exist back then. And she even says later in her year, she's still alive. She's still, you know, working that, you know, it just didn't occur to her because there were no black people in her life. It's not, but the moment there were, 
you know, yeah, which there is was why, no framework. Yeah, there wasn't a framework for I it. Also so anyway, I think there's yeah. a distinction that needs to like people need to understand better but about that people don't, which is that there's a difference between being canceled and being held accountable for exactly. your actions. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, there is I a think huge people difference. should be held accountable. Oh, they always to their should actions. be. Well, including me. All of us should be. Yeah. But I think I'll go a teeny bit further with that. There. If she's already changed, yeah, I don't want to go back and held her accountable if for she's that. She's acknowledged because... her growth. Yeah, yeah. She just didn't know any better. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know better, everybody. And and if you're leaning into still, I just don't know any better. You do now. Y- yeah, we you, do now. Yeah, and you can find out now. Yeah. So there's no excuse now. Yeah. Well, and there's an excuse to. I mean, you can make mistakes, everybody. Oh, of course. I make mistakes all the time. And then you just try to fix them. We just got to get rid of the... I think people are getting so scared of screwing up or scared of people finding stuff out. And they're so scared, scared, scared. You know what? Just like take a deep breath. And you know, the other thing too is if you screw up and somebody doesn't forgive you, then they don't. Then they don't. Okay. So go on to the next person. I got people on my list I haven't forgiven for stuff. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're... You can say you're trying your best, right? And you are. You can also apologize and move on. But if they don't, no matter how minor you think the interaction was, Mm -hmm. if they don't want to communicate with you on that level, then just go, okay, and please don't beat yourself up about it. Don't shame yourself about it. Don't go, oh, see, I can't like mess it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But we're growing and people have to take care of themselves and they have to take care of their energy and they are fighting every single day. So, and some people aren't willing to teach and I am, (laughs) you know, like from the LGBTQ stance, like if somebody were to offend me, I'm happy to give resources to people. Yeah. That too. Big fan of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, boy, in going down rabbit holes, (laughs) nothing matters. So be kind Yeah. because kindness is all we can do. Yeah. So that was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that rabbit hole, everyone. <laughs> we go we go there sometimes, you know. But if you listen to Missing Witches, <laughs> to bring it back to my spark, yes. this is the kind of stuff that will just, I just am so inspired by them. I really hope we, I hope we get to meet them. I hope you get to meet them. If you don't know them yet. Go check them out. Go check them out. For sure. Really great work. Really great work. Go visit their website, too. It's fascinating. It is. It's got a list of all their previous guests and yeah. things. Yeah. Until next time. Be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.